Have you ever had so much on your plate that you feel beyond overwhelmed? You have no idea how you'll get everything done, let alone done well. I get it. Things feel too big, too loud, and too urgent. Maybe you try tackling a few things and then you get bombarded with another list of things to try and finish. In this moment, you aren't even trying for a B plus and you'll <laughs> happily settle for a solid average C. Mm -hmm. We are talking about that kind of day when you are on the edge of a breakdown. Instead of resisting the breakdown, we'll show you how to welcome it and how to actually break down all those fears you're experiencing. Today's, today's episode is aptly entitled, Welcome the Breakdown, Three Techniques to Break Down Your Teacher Fears. Hello and welcome, I'm Joe Karlovsky. And I'm Jessica Bauer. We're two educators that are obsessed with growth. We're living the beauty of shifting behaviors and taking control of our mindset. And we wanna let you in on the magic and continue to bloom together. This podcast is inspired by Jennifer Gonzalez. We believe that everyone needs to find their marigolds. If you can find at least one marigold in your life and stay close to them, you will grow. Find more than one and you will positively thrive. Think of this podcast as a virtual workshop. We'll dig into tips, tools, and advice for personal, professional, and community growth. We share our learning through the lens of an educator because that's what we know, but these tools work for anyone. We'll also invite you to take action because change doesn't happen without it. And the best part of the podcast is that we're doing the work right alongside you. Let's dig in. This is the Marigold Force Podcast. Time for the cleanse. This is an opportunity to pause and check in with yourself and those around you before diving into something. I don't always like the cleanse when I first get going, but I continue to see that this helps me stay committed to the work while also bringing awareness to my own energy and the energy of those around me. So where are you at, Joel, right now in this moment? Do you need anything? Um, I'm feeling kind of calm, peaceful, a little tired, but it's kind of that time of year where it's like the calm before the storm. So I'm just yeah. embracing that it's calm enough right now sure. and not resisting that I'm feeling pretty calm and peaceful and just, okay. What about you? Um, I, this episode is timely. I'm feeling the welcoming the breakdown. So I'm excited to work through this. The end of the year, always, um, I think a lot of teachers do this. We think about all the stuff that we didn't do mm. and like, I should have been doing this. I should have been doing that. Can I still fit this in? And it can lead to crazy town. So, um, I'm on the cusp of that and I'm trying to catch myself before I get thrown into the spiral. So this episode I'm really excited for, cause I think it'll help a lot. That will be me next week. <laughs> <laughs> Join the club. Yeah. So I invite everyone to pause the podcast now for a moment to check in with yourself. How are you feeling right now? Do any of these situations sound familiar? You're getting scary close to burnout, or maybe you're already there. You've been running on empty for a while now, but there's still so much to do and no time to slow down. As the weekend rolls around, you pull out your lesson plan book, the papers to be graded, and open that work email to catch up on everything. Yet, you're longing to get to a place where working on the weekends is a distant memory. If you said, yep, that's me, to just one of those scenarios, you're in the right place. I have a few tips and tricks that might help. You're going to want to get your hands on a free guide Jesse and I created for you. 
four secrets to fight teacher burnout. From clear and healthy boundaries to simple, sustainable systems, this guide will show you the secrets to making this happen. It is a mini manifesto of all our Marigold Force insights. Head to guide.themarigoldforce.com forward slash burnout to grab your free guide. Again, that's guide.themarigoldforce.com forward slash burnout. And it's also linked in our show notes. Joel, I'm just going to ask you right away why today's episode, and I know you're doing okay because of the cleanse, but are you doing okay in general? (laughs) (laughs) Well, all things considered, I'm doing well. Thank you for caring and challenging me directly. Um, I love the radical candor. We'll save the radical candor for another episode though. (laughs) But the best way to explain the why I wrote today's episode is that this time of year, this final Mm -hmm. countdown of the school weeks has typically left me on the verge of a break down in the past. Not this year, not last year, not for a few years. And I wanted to share with our Marigolds how that came to be. I love it. And it sounds like it'll be important for all of us. So before we get to three techniques to break down your teacher fears, let's get personal and dig into some of our own fears right now. Okay. So should we go, I'll go, I'll ask the question. You go first. Okay. <laughs> um, what, what fears have been the most difficult for you this year? Are any big fears sticking out right now? Um, I think my biggest fears have been the fear of letting other people down, the mm-hmm. fear of not doing enough, the fear of um, not being clear enough, the fear of either being too systematic or not systematic enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it's really just the fear of not being balanced. So I think like, I'm always like, am I too far here or too far there? And I'm always trying to find that beautiful center. And I think that's probably my biggest fear. Yeah. What would you say, Jesse? What's your biggest fear? Um, that balance between being too systematic and not systematic enough is mm. definitely a constant fear of mine. And I kind of swing back and forth of, I want to provide more choice and more flexibility, but then things kind of crumble. I'm like, well, maybe they need more structure. So like trying to find that sweet spot of where what's going to work really well for all of my students. And then always like, should I have been implementing this strategy earlier? Should I have been doing more like one-on-one, whatever? Should I have been doing this instead just to like help as many students as I can move forward? Um, And if I did enough, I guess, I think that's my biggest one is, am I doing enough to help every, everyone move forward? What about what feels big right now? Like so big, you might not know what to do about it. Um, the, am I doing enough to move all my students forward? Mm. I think, yeah, I have uh, my position is it's kind of like a middle school position where I I work with like over a hundred students and I'm in charge of their reading and writing in English. And there's always, I mean, in any position that you're teaching in, there's always more you could do, but at like what cost and by doing more and more and more and more, I become less present with my students and, Mm. So it's, it's that, that scare and uh, testing is upon us. We're starting testing here in like a month. So like it all comes and it doesn't, we, as teachers, we all know this is one data point and it's not the entire trajectory of the rest of your life, but it does feel like, ah, should I have been doing more? Yeah. Cause those tests are coming for sure. Yeah. How about, how about you, Joel? Like, is there anything that's like really standing out really big right now? 
Yeah, I think it's trying to hold space for ending the year strong while also planning next year. Mm -hmm. And I think we're ahead on both fronts, but it still always feels behind like, oh, we should like have this all set right now. And it's like, we shouldn't. And we never have by this time in the past. Mm -hmm. And I have to remind myself like this takes time to do it well. And that's okay. So, Mm -hmm. but it does definitely feel big. Yeah. Um, so the last question is if you could pinpoint one thing that you love to break down and have a breakthrough with, what would it be? And why does that stand out to you? Um, why I keep putting so many things on my to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> like literally before we started filming this, I was like, I thought of those three things in the car, make sure you put it on the list and you get it done today. Uh-huh. What would you say? What's one thing that you'd want to have a break breakthrough with? Yeah, I think it's it's having peace with everything that I've done and learned this year and like not thinking too much about, okay, next year's here. And I think especially you bringing up that planning for next year, I tend to like, all right, this year's a wash, yeah. um, it's done. But like really coming, celebrating this year and everything I've learned and everything my students have learned and using those lessons, not as a way to like, you should have been doing more, but taking those lessons to make, to, to start putting the roots in for next year. Love That's it. what I would like to have a breakthrough with and have find some peace with. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Well, Mary Golds, this might not be one of our official techniques to break down your teacher fears, but make sure you take the time to actually pause and check in with yourself before doing the work of applying these techniques. It sounds like you are plenty busy enough and you do not want to be putting your energy into things that are not worthy of your energy. Mm-hmm. Now, Joel, three techniques to break down your teacher fears. We'll share a step. We'll share what the step looks like for each of us. And then we'll share our why that we put this onto our Marigold Force list. So step one, one thing at a time. Why is this step important, Joel? What does it look like for you? Um, well, I always write down on everything I'm doing, OTAT, 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 one thing at a time, one uh... thing at a time. And I think it's important for me because when you look at all the to-do list um, Mm -hmm. in one chunk, it just feels so big. But when you say to yourself and when you actually do one thing at a time and truly one thing at a time. So it's like, we're recording the Miracle Force podcast. I don't need to be checking emails during this. I don't need Mm -hmm. to be reading something. I don't need to be doing anything else. Um, Just do this. Check. What's next? Okay. I got to edit these episodes. Check. Then I got to go do something else, check and just really taking it one thing at a time, Mm -hmm. as opposed to trying, as opposed to just cluttering your brain with all the things that have to get done and trying to multitask. It's really just Mm -hmm. one thing at a time. Mm -hmm. What about you? What does this mean to you? Yeah, I like, I like that writing that on your shoe list, one thing at a time, OTH, that's really clever, but um, very, I think mine, I have my to-do list too. And I, I try to like rush through. And then I, because I'm trying to rush through, it almost takes me longer. Cause I'm not mm-hmm. just, just read the email, stop trying to skim it. And then you're still not understanding it. You have to go back and read it anyways. So I think, cause I'm trying to like do things twice as fast. It's taking me twice as long. Um, and then with my to-do list coming back to like, what's most important to do right now. So my priorities definitely shift even like depending on the hour. Like I have a couple new students that are coming back from uh, being at, at home since last March, I'm like, 
the most important thing is that they feel a sense of community. So making sure I have a solid plan for them is far more important than making sure my email inbox is empty right now. Mm. And just, it feels good to have my email inbox and I can go into that direction because it feels good when it's done, but then it doesn't feel good to have that one really important thing ready. And then I'm frantic and they're not feeling a sense of community. So for me, it's looking at that list. What's the most important one thing and really focus on that without trying to skim and make it go faster because it never does. (laughs) Well, what about step two, which is make it smaller. If it feels too big, it is. Uh Why is that important to you? And what does this look like for you, Jesse? Going back to that to-do list, sometimes my to-do list tends to be just like five items that are like huge they'll they'll take me a ton of time like figure out your intervention plan like what what that involves like spreadsheets and like collecting resources and looking at the data um so making it smaller those big tasks if that's what I'm prioritizing that day like breaking it down into look at the data and like draft out a plan okay that's the only thing now that you have a plan collect the resources boom that's done um So breaking down those like really big to-do list items, because it feels bad when I don't finish them and it's unrealistic to finish that whole task in a 30 minute chunk of time. (laughs) Right. What does step two look like for you, Joel? Make it smaller. It makes me think of what we already know about working with kids. Like how many times kids feel overwhelmed with like a 10 question Mm. problem. And you're like, nope, just do the first one. Oh, okay. Now just do the second one and, and how we naturally do that more easily with kids, but not with ourselves. Mm. And that it just makes me think that it's okay to give yourself permission to just go smaller and make the task smaller. So mm. if we're recording this podcast, it's like, just focus on this one chunk of the podcast and then the next mm. chunk and then the next chunk. But if you're like, I have to get this all done now. And we only have this much time. It can feel overwhelming. So mm. just make it smaller and know that you can always keep making it smaller. So the worst that would happen is we say, Hey, let's stop recording for now and, and do Mm -hmm. the next chunk at a different time. And just giving yourself permission to do that. And just feeling the peace that can come from just breaking it down Mm -hmm. even smaller and being gentle on yourself that like, that doesn't make you a bad person. Like, Oh, I could only respond to one email, broke it down so small that I just did Mm -hmm. one done. It's better than none. And it's, and it's chunking away at what has to be done. I need that reminder. Mm -hmm. Uh, Step three, ride the wave by asking yourself, and then what? What does that, what does that look like for you? Yeah, it's, for me, it's that classic cognitive behavior therapy of like, you have your worst fear and then you just ask yourself, okay, if that happens, then what? Mm -hmm. So like, um, for example, right now I'm looking at this cool, different digital systems and platforms to house all of our cool things we're doing. And there hasn't been one that's like super awesome. And in my head, I'm like, we'll get this done by like mid-May and then we'll have this set for next year. And it's like, that might not happen. And that's like, okay, and then what? And then we look at more programs and we actually find something that's better. And then what? And then it starts in October instead of September, whatever it is. And it's like, when you keep asking yourself and then what you realize, oh, wait, it's not going to be that bad. And it's like, Oh, and then what? Teachers are grateful because the first four weeks, you're just getting to know kids anyway. So you probably wouldn't be using it anyway or whatever it is. And you just keep saying like, go to your worst fear and then just say, and then what? And then that happens. Okay. And then what? And then you just realize you're going to be fine. Yeah. What about you? What does this look like? 
Um, I think for the, for me, this one, I'm very lucky to have people in my life, like you and my husband mm. who are, I go to that place and I can't see the, and the, and then what I get lost in the fears of like, well, we might as well quit because we didn't do that thing. We were supposed to put out the podcast and like, let's just be done. Yeah. <laughs> we failed, um, but, it, <laughs> but I'm like very lucky. Cause my, I have people who are like, well, who's going to, what's going to happen if we put it out a week late or Ross, like if we, if we just do that next month, like we're still doing X, Y, and Z, it's fine. And so it's, it's really helpful for me to have people around me that know I go in that place and just, it's a gentle reminder and it helps like pull me back off the ledge. Mm. So I'm grateful for that. So that's what that looks like for me. So if you're similar to me, find yourself some people like Ross and Joel and they'll help make step step three a little bit easier. Love it. And then just because we love you, Marigolds, we added a bonus step, which is just talk to your fear and ask it, what are you trying to teach me? Mm. And this is the classic thing that comes from Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Big Magic, where she just says, imagine you're at a table right now and you see whatever fear you have and you say, okay, fear, sit at the table. I want to listen to you. What are you trying to teach me right now? Mm. And I think for me, that's, it's been powerful because it, it doesn't avoid the issue. It actually invites the issue and it actually shows you whatever your fear might be is could actually be your teacher. Mm-hmm. So, you know, fears I stated before, like, okay, fear, you're afraid of letting people down. What are you trying to teach me? You're trying to teach me that I should have gratitude for this moment and that yeah. all the hard work I've been doing. You're trying to teach me that I really care about people, but I can't let that get in the way of doing my job. Mm-hmm. You're trying to teach, you know, all those things. So yeah. What about you? What is this bonus step of I mean my your teacher? My my fears are always teaching me that like being a perfectionist is a, hurting me more than anybody mm-hmm. else. So it's teaching me to like embrace the mess messiness that life is and the messiness that the human experience is and mm-hmm. I'm still alive and whole and well when I don't perform to these perfectionist standards that really aren't serving anyone. So mm. my, my fear is always teaching me to be less of a perfectionist. Thank you, fear. <laughs> yeah. Now, Marigolds, it's time for your action step. Before you do anything, make sure you take a moment to reflect in your current fears that are swirling through your mind right now. Once you identify the fear or fears, write them down and then use the three techniques to examine those fears. If you want to go even deeper, talk to your fears and ask them, what are you trying to teach me? Putting pen to paper is so important to help you stay accountable to yourself, your fears, and your next steps. It can be a lonely, hard process, so make sure you get the support from one or more marigolds in your life. You just heard how important it was for Jesse and me to break down our fears together, and that's why we have our marigolds. It is a worthy challenge. It is worth the work. Write and map out your fears and responses to the three techniques in order to take the action steps towards breaking down your teacher fears. Do this now. And now it's time for commitments, inspirations, and celebrations. A big part of making true change through actions, action is setting personal commitments, checking in with each other, and celebrating all of it along the way. All right, Jesse, what are you committed to in the week ahead? I am committed to doing one thing with intention and full focus 
at a time. Ooh. That's it. What are you committed to, Joel? Um, I'm committed to that bonus strategy of just noticing my fears and actually inviting a few of them to sit with me uh, at my big office table. Come on in. Sit down. What are you trying to do? <laughs> kind of having fun with it too. I love it. Not just, yeah, bringing a lightness to it. I love it. Um, inspirations. What's inspiring you? Um, I put in the show notes, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. It came out in 2016, but I think it's one of those books. If you haven't read it or listened to her podcast called Big Magic, it will just change your life. It is so powerful. And it just talks about just the creative spirit and how, if you're not feeling creative right now, read this book. It will definitely inspire you. And she is just so wise. So Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. What about you, Jesse? What's your inspiration? Um, I am inspired by a book that I read when we first met Joel, the, you recommended to me, the sweet spot, how to accomplish mm. more by doing less by Christine Carter. And it's so all about, books. oh, it's so, so good. And this, it sent me down the trajectory of what the miracle force has become, but it's saying using your best. Yes. And just like little simple life hacks to just use less energy, do less. And it's, it's great. Tons of tons of tricks and tools. And it's also linked in the show notes um celebrations um i'm celebrating that by the time this podcast comes out my parents will have already visited they're visiting this weekend and i haven't seen them in over a year so i'm just gonna be a ball of sappy love because i'm so excited to see both my parents what about you what are you celebrating um i'm celebrating when this podcast also comes out my dad's birthday is this friday so he is turning i don't know 62 now um yeah and we always do like a little bike we like to make up our own bike and brews we just bike around and get uh little growlers from breweries and drink them in the park so that's what we'll be doing this weekend to celebrate dad's birthday um, all right, everybody, you'll find everything from this episode in our show notes. And we can't say it enough on the Miracle Force podcast. True change only happens with action. We'll see you next week. You did it. Another week of prioritizing yourself and taking action. Your community needs the best you and you're bringing it. If this podcast is making a huge difference in your life, consider sharing it with a friend or colleague at your school. We're on a mission to help more teachers steer clear of burnout, and we can't do it alone. Click that share button now. See you next week, dear Marigolds, and keep blooming. Keep blooming.